Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where unsolved true mysteries and cocktails collide and you listen to the podcast. I'm Masood. <laughs> With me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kepner. Thank you, thank you. Yes. And the brilliant Chris Stokes. I was 80% convinced you were going to introduce me as Peter. Ah, and not, again. not again. <laughs> and if you, if you did, I would have suggested yeah. that we just change my name to Peter on this podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> got a podcasting name. <laughs> it, is a good, it is a good podcasting name. It's and great. Then like, and then it would get so oh, far. Yeah. That we'd, Peter's a we'd, good name for the white guy that does all of the story bit. It would be, we'd get reviewed <laughs> um, again, you know, or, or picked up on some other article. They'd be like, and the, yeah, starring Masood Miles, and Peter Stokes. <laughs> Peter Stokes really makes the show pop. I'd hate it if we changed my name to Peter. That's when it becomes a hit podcast. Oh yeah, so like, <laughs> it's like it was the name Chris that was holding it. And back then going all back to going back to the name Chris is more confusing for everybody that started listening. Yeah, like, who the hell's Christo? Is he is he Peter's brother? What are they talking about? <laughs> he sounds the same. Peter's oh. brother. I am. Um, I had that fear with uh, with my sideburns. I thought they were holding <laughs> me back <laughs> for a long time. Is that where you've grown the full beard? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, met, he let them meet in the middle and they kissed like, like in Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> they, they went... Yep. Both of my sidebirds were actually two little dogs looking either way while eating <laughs> a piece of spaghetti. He, he was one dog looking one way, one dog looking other way. The, um, the, the beard's in the middle saying, the so what? <laughs> so what? What do you want from me? I, uh, so I thought for a long time, I was like, maybe that's the reason I'm not getting any work. Oh, no. And then I was like, no, it's because my agent's useless. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm talking about another agent, not my current agent. What are we drinking, Chris? I drinking? remembered again recently that on the first episode of this season, I said mm. I was going to make it my mission to replicate a wham bar and a cocktail. <gasps> yes. I did. He's done it. I did it. By Jove, he's got he it. it. I did it. Oh I don't goodness. know whether you can tell, actually, but there is bits of green floating on it. I can't see. I okay. some lime zest. Oh, wow. I have drunk a lot of okay. it, actually. It looks mm. really nice. It looks like the good version of my cocktail. How I did it? How did you do it, Peter? Well, what I did if was... If I did it. If I, how did you do it, Peter? Uh, it's, That's a new section on the show. How do you do it, how Peter? How do you do it, Peter? <laughs> it's, vo- boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it's got its own little jingle. So it's vodka, blueberry yeah. liqueur. Uh-huh. Uh, I muddled some fresh blueberries as well. There's grenadine Ooh. syrup and lime juice, and then I grated lime zest on top. Oh, Chris! It's got like the the the, the pinkiness and the green of the uh, ju- one whole lime as well. The juice of one whole lime, so it's wow. super super sour. Oh, it's like got that zing! Bit. And then it's super sweet because of the grenadine syrup as well. It's. I want to drink it so much. It tastes very oh. much like a, which, a wham bar. Which particular? Wow. Which wham bar though? Is there are there several different types? No, the wham bar is the, OG. the classic. L to the, oh, the wham to the OG. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I can't even be here. Keep playing. <laughs> what have you got, Sue? Well. Um, remember when we recorded last? Sure you do. I was nodding off, but I had plans for a great cocktail. The great mm. cocktail I had planned was an old-fashioned. So I've been watching the new Sex and the City series, and just like that, Mr. Big yeah. was a ghost, and he texted me and said I was a bitch. Is it good uh, or I've not? Been watch- <laughs> it's, it's not very good, but, you know, it, I still, obviously, I'm going, mm, yum, yum, yum. It's all those characters I love from the old days. Yeah, It's rubbish, to be honest. Uh, but anyway, they... They want Miranda makes a Negroni and it's like 
a perfect Negroni and she's mm. rubbing orange around the inside of the glass before she starts pouring it and then she's just she realizes she's got a drinking problem pours it down the sink that's the <laughs> um, ah. and I was watching it and I saw the Negroni go down the sink and went no no um, <laughs> not the message of Lucene <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Susan do you think maybe you've got a problem and I'm like uh, no I'm not the one pouring drinks down the sink that are perfectly yeah. good drinks go in your like, mouth drinks go not in your sink. mouth into your tummy yum 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 feeling funny um so i went i'm gonna make that for mr on the rocks tonight nodded off didn't make it just <laughs> drank coffee liqueur straight from the bottle instead oh so you said anyway. you had no gin yeah so i went down yes. to make it no bloody gin was gonna make oh, an old-fashioned no. no bloody whiskey shame on oh, me shit. so but what i had was campari and frangelico and orange bitters so i've put some Ooh. orange bitters in and i've called it a bittersweet yeah, because ah, nice. it's oh, sweet, like angelico, bitter campari. Let me taste it. Oh yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, well, I think actually what it could do with is a zing, maybe the juice of one whole lime. Yes. Ah, because because it's funny that campari is so is one of those flavors that is quite it's very strong prominent. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you need something to just kind of just take that little yeah. Off. Like when you have a Negroni, it's basically you're tasting the campari Mostly, and yeah. the edge of everything else. So this, yeah. I feel like I've got the same. It's nice though. Um, it still sounds nice. Yeah, it's, nice it's not. I was worried when I made it, it'd be like Benelin, but it's not. No, Benelin. <laughs> flaming Sue's. <laughs> My name is Sue's. It's called a flaming Sue's. That's why it's called a flaming. It's called a flaming Sue's. Why are you looking at Masood? It's called a flaming Sue's. I'm <laughs> so, uh, what are you drinking, Masood? So, as you said, Negroni. Mm-hmm. Mine is a Negroni offshoot mm. uh, called uh, Monte Negroni. Hey, I like that. Um, Ooh, mama like. Is... Did it originate in Montenegro? <laughs> I don't think it did. Did it? I don't know. I have to check diff diff. What's it? Difford's uh, drink guide to see where it did. I have to uh, con- consult my book. <laughs> Just get these pushes glasses up nose. What's it? Bit of a stickler for this. No, I can't. <laughs> oh, uh, Rudy Carraro, global brand ambassador for Amaro Montenegro, has his own version of the drink. Oh no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I have no idea where it uh, where where it comes from. Oh. But I think it's just one of those ones where it's like, you know, it's that thing. I think I remember early when we did this, the, the cocktail history is so blurry, much like how yeah. I feel after several cocktails. I bet a lot of cocktail history is apocryphal. Well, if you think it, about it, yeah, all... if somebody makes a really amazing drink and then shares it and then they get pissed on it, they can't remember the next morning yeah. who came up with what. And also, oh, totally. like, someone will invent a drink and go, ooh, delicious. It's not a hit immediately. It's not like a flaming mo. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be, like, maybe in two years, oh, yeah, lots of bars are doing that drink now. And then they yeah. come up with their backstory, like, what happened was I did a backflip and I landed in a vat of grapes and the grapes flew up into my glass, which was just a regular gin and tonic. And then it was delicious. And then it was, <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. And that's how I made the dirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good God. I mean, I'll buy the drink, but I fucking hate that. Mm. <laughs> it's like when you have to order a screaming orgasm. I think it is terrible. Oh, you, ha- you have to. You can't have any other drink. So when I was in Ayanapa, I would order it because it's like... I can't believe I forced shake. myself to do this. Oh, God. And you'd be like, can I have screaming orgasm, please? And you wait. And if the barman was a respectful gentleman, which <laughs> two on the whole island were... Um, They'd go, sure, make one. But most of the barman would be like, oh, well. And he'd be like, oh, Here's my number. Would you like a drink as well? Mate, I don't even like kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you, actually. Um, It's that thing of like how the, I I think like the late 80s through to the, I'd say late 90s, the idea of having a cocktail seemed like such a joke because of all those fucking names. Yes. It kind of drives me a bit mad, actually. I'm just like, why the fuck was that just... Had the stranglehold on cocktails for so long. Yeah. It's like, oh, the screaming fucker. Or slippery nipple. Slippery nipple. It's a disgusting name. It makes it sound like someone's got Vaseline on a boob. Woo woo. Woo woo. Sex on the beach. I should say as well, half of my cocktail went on the floor because my mum left something in the middle of the landing, tripped over it. Half cocktail. It didn't go on the floor, actually. Uh, A good amount of it went on my fucking laptop. Um, oh, no. So I cleaned that on off. On the top of it? Got, yeah, got fucked. No, on the keyboard. I've got sticky keys now. That's oh, a name yeah. for a cocktail. Sticky keys. <laughs> sticky keys. Oh. Um, so this one is um, equal measures of gin, amaro, and uh, sweet vermouth. And it is sweet and not dry. Sort of, yes. 
I'm uh, ah. I'm sticking with this Amaro because it's quite an interesting. I think you've had it every episode for about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. since for you, about three weeks. Yeah, yeah, since you introduced it. One, two, three. This is the I'm fourth definitely... in a row that you've had Amaro. Is it your it's Frangelico? Um... Well, I think it's it's sort of just something I'm kind of like, oh yeah, let's see, let's let's push the the limits of this fucking. Let's see what you can nice. do. With it. Whatever. Yeah, no, I get is. that. Yeah. See what you can. Um, I mean, like especially when I don't know if you buy some something to specifically make cocktails with, and yeah. then you open it, like yeah, you've got to work like, your way through it, haven't you? You can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Whereas I've if I buy decided. Some whiskey, it's like oh, that's I can use that for loads. Isn't it? I've decided here and now. I'm doing it right now. I'm buying Amarula because every time you say it, oh, it reminds it. me of Amarula, which I only ever see in Duty Free. It's an African vanilla spiced cream liqueur. I'm going to buy it. If it's disgusting, I'll cook with it. <laughs> Put it on. Chris, what do you have for us today? Well, we've we've had a laugh and it's about to get even funnier. Ooh, oh, a funny mystery. We're going to do the Night of the Long Knives. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh God, I better gosh. stop drinking. It is the third in a row of our Nazi Germany. It's a Schwastika trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the best thing about it is is that they'll probably come back later. It's just that this is three in a row, so it counts as a trilogy. Yes. I like hearing about Nazis because one day they weren't in power anymore. And then they were once again. <laughs> it was on <laughs> a different day. And I'm glad you guys are saying trilogy and not threequel because I'll <laughs> happily fucking smash oh, three no, our door. I call it not as a long nice, the squeakquel. The squeakquel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is that Stuart Little too? They call it that. No, it's uh, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Alvin and Chipmunks. The I thought squeakquel. it was Mouse Hunt too. No. Mouse. <laughs> was there a second Mouse Hunt movie? I don't think there that was. That fucking movie. Nathan, do you remember Lee Evans was a Hollywood star? Yeah. <laughs> fucking nominated for a Golden Globe it's wild holy shit he was in The Fifth Element he was yeah Yeah, he was in The Fifth Element he's legit amazing in Something About Mary which is what he got nominated for yeah he's fantastic in that I bet Lee Evans just went "Mm, I don't really want to live in Hollywood and be away from my family I bet that's the only reason he didn't become a giant star in Hollywood and I get it because I imagine that would be horrible he's obviously not fame obsessed I respect him for that I feel like we're we're definitely trying to avoid doing this episode (laughs) 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 So, uh, like, we're like... I I went, I can't drink anymore, immediately poured some dark matter spiced rum into my drink, just and now it tastes like delicious Coca-Cola. Yeah, Night of the Long Knives. Well, I just feel sad for all those Nazis. (laughs) So, Chris, Night of the Long Knives. Well, those of us who Yeah, okay, so obviously, Suze has got a lot to say about Night of the Long Knives. She's Mm. already said as much that she couldn't wait until we got to this Yeah, I was excited. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, Night of the Long Knives is the name given to what was a purge mm-hmm. that took place over three days? I think it was three days. Yeah, I think yeah, so, I yeah. Checked. Yeah, June 30th to July the 2nd, 1934. Mm-hmm. So he's only been properly dictator for just over a year at this point. Mm. Mm. This is Hitler in case no one has figured out who he meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so he just so just over a year. You said you didn't know anything about the night of the long knives. <laughs> a to the H I, <laughs> T to the L E R. He playing. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, just been over a year. Uh, yes, and then uh, like I said, June thirtieth uh, to July the second, nineteen thirty-four. Uh, the night of the long knives happened. Its official name within the inner circle was called Operation Hummingbird. Yeah, which is really quite beautiful. So urged on by uh, Goering and Himmler, uh, Hitler Mm -hmm. ordered a load of executions. Mm. Right, yeah, yeah. Without legal trial. He just ordered executions. There was, it wasn't like so you know for example the scapegoat for the Reichstag fire was eventually yeah. executed yes mm-hmm. uh, trial he, yeah. yeah he was tried and put in prison and all of this none of that for this it was just sort of like go and kill them uh, and mm-hmm. he did it yeah. to sort of consolidate the power that he'd already taken um, yeah. like gang style just like gang it is it's proper style. like gangland yeah. killings it's so weird yeah and uh, apparently also an, another element of him doing it was to alleviate concerns with of the German military about the brown shirts. Mm. Uh, what? So the brown shirts were, that was the nickname of the Sturmabteilung, the SA. We've spoken about them before. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the German, and they were the paramilitary wing of the Nazi party. They weren't the German military. So right, the right, German right. military then had concerns about the brown shirts and apparently this was meant to alleviate those concerns. 
Okay, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Obviously, there was propaganda put out about this. Um, yeah. The propaganda was spun it. Uh, it was a preventative measure against an alleged coup that was about to happen by the Sturmab Thailand. But, it, I mean, it wasn't. They were just like, no, we'll just get rid of it. No. We'll just uh, well, it it's like they... It, yeah, to justify terrible things that they did, yeah. they would use national security as... Uh, the reason an excuse so, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, to, 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 to remove the freedom of speech and the freedom of the press and everything uh, mm-hmm. they said we need to crack down because there's a communist coup coming right and there wasn't uh, and mm-hmm. the, yeah. so mm-hmm. the, the Nazis spun it that the brown shirts were going to stage a coup yeah so mm-hmm. that's why they got rid of a lot of them and they did it over the course of like three, three yeah and, and it was done mainly by the ss the uh, security services and uh, the gestapo mm-hmm. this is the sort of shit you see in a film about it where like cars drive up and then you hear them just doors slamming running upstairs yeah. people screaming <laughs> yeah that's yeah. fucking nuts goering had his own personal police battalion they also yeah. took part in, in the killings as well um uh, many of them killed were like high up in the Sturmabteilung brown shirts. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Mm. Man. So they just went round, boof, bump. Yeah, so um, the guy that was in charge of the SA was called Ernst Röhm, and mm. he was at- <clears throat> he was actually. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I, I get choked up thinking about it. He was, uh, oh, God. He was, oh my God. He's this brave man. <laughs> what a brave Ernst Rome, he fascinates me. Well, he was one of Hitler's longtime supporters and allies, but. Yeah, they were like top pals. Hitler still got and rid of him. Just, mm-hmm. He just fucking mm-hmm. dropped him right around. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't think Hitler was like that bothered about friends and that. Yeah. But they no. did used to hang out and really get on, and you just wonder what the fuck were they talking about? Because, like, we really get on. We sit around, we talk about great TV we like. We mm-hmm. talk about terrible people that we hate. Hitler must have been <laughs> just talking about films he liked with this guy. And also yeah. Jewish people. <laughs> he must have just been slagging off various Jewish people he didn't like. It's, it's funny that if you think, if you imagine you're, let's say, hypothetical, in some weird thing where you're like, okay, right, so he killed his mate. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't think of... I talked to lots of my mates about lots of things. Oh, want to kill any of them? No, like, oh, I well, that's the person I talked to that about. Oh, I don't want to. I can't think of any, anyone I'd like to kill. <laughs> no, but that's mad that he just went like, right, okay, well, he's a mate. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Well, it means I mean, to an end. Yeah, it was a means to an end. A few other, I mean, a few other. There were quite a quite a lot of other people were killed. Yeah, <laughs> including leading members of the Strasserist faction of the Nazi Party. Do you know? Not do you know anything about that. the Strasserist faction of the Nazi Party? No. What's that? Strasserism was a strand of Nazism that calls for a more radical mass action and worker-based form of Nazism. Oh, yes, these were the socialists. These were the national socialists. Oh. Yes, of so course. I knew that he still, got rid of all those. This is incredible, right? So mm. obviously they were still anti-Semites, but not from yeah, a yeah, racial, yeah. cultural, religious perspective, but from an economic mm. one. It, yes. Yeah. Oh. So, a, okay. yeah. It was to achieve the a, nas- a national and, yeah. rebirth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so it was like an identity thing for them? It was Is called Strasserism after two brothers, Gregor and Otto Strasser. God, imagine having someone like that named after you. Yeah. <laughs> Otto, Otto was expelled from the Nazi party in 1930 and was exiled to Czechoslovakia. Gregor Strasser was one of those murdered during the Night of the Long Knives. Also, I just have to say, imagine being you get expelled... From the Nazi part, what the fuck do you do? Was it that like, Stuart nice Lee guy? Bit, maybe no, he wasn't a nice guy. <laughs> it's that um, Stuart Lee bit where he talks about um, Dapperloff's getting his TV series cancelled by ITV Two. He goes, "Imagine having a TV series cancelled by ITV Two. That's like getting thrown out of a pub that's already on fire." <laughs> 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 that's like the, get, imagine getting chucked out of the Nazi party, Nazi party. it's like getting no. thrown out of it's, like, it's, like your, it's like getting your show cancelled on TV too we've evolved that joke <laughs> <laughs> we did it um, but that's, so he got uh, so he got chucked out his brother was part of one of the people who got uh, caught up in this yeah. like, night of the long knives so, uh, yeah. so Otto was expelled because he opposed Adolf Hitler's views right huh. uh, that wouldn't Adolf wouldn't like that to be fair <laughs> Gregor Strasser was initially a loyal supporter of Hitler, mm. but then he became a strong advocate of the radical wing of the party. 
and argued right. that national revolution should also include strong action to tackle poverty and should seek to build working class support. Hitler went... Not music Hitler to went, Hitler's ears. Boo! Bad tweet! Bad tweet! Boo! <laughs> yeah, everyone's silent in the room. Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> he raises it he's definitely silent. And then, yeah, five seconds go by and Hitler goes, Boo! <laughs> <laughs> So he obviously was not popular, and so like, he's he's on the list. It's maybe Hitler sweat. Just ta- what, does, does Hitler just take out his little notebook and just write something? What have you written down in your little notebook? Now think. Now think. And he'd look at it. He'd look at cuts of the notebook, and it just he's written boo. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> now I've written boo here. I don't remember why. <laughs> I must have. I, I must. I must start writing down names. Yes, I, I hate it. so many people. Because at the top it says shit list, but then everything <laughs> under that is just words that are not even. Even related to the keep, people. I keep changing it to hit list because it's Hitler. <laughs> mm. What do you think? Hit list or shit list? I like shit list personally. I think it's the greatest it's indignity came when I signed my declaration as Chancellor as Schittler. <laughs> <laughs> I need an assistant. It's not so bad. Once I said my name was Goberts. <laughs> I just had turkey dinner. I'd had turkey dinner and I was feeling frisky and funny. Hey, I hear the Reichstag is on fire, but let us finish our dinner. What (laughs) would your porn star name be? (laughs) What was the first strasser you lived on? When I went to when I went to Vienna, because um, I've got relatives there, I saw a house that looked like Hitler. I'm going to show it to you. Oh, I've, I've seen the picture of that house. I think. Oh, it might be that this this house really looked like fucking Hitler. Uh, That's so funny. So Chris. Okay, so I'm going to carry on. I'm going to look for this house. Uh, okay, yeah. So um, I brought up the Strasbourg faction of the Nazi Party because leading members of that were mm. uh, killed, including Gregor. Um, establishment yes. conservatives and obviously anti-Nazis were. Um, uh, also, we got rid of. Uh, yeah. Then it was a guy called. It was a Bavarian politician called Gustav Ritter von Kahr. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, the reason I'm bringing him up is because obviously Hitler was evil. He was also incredibly petty. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that, uh, yeah. Uh, it's not. He said this about me. Yeah. So you've got yeah. this big. Like he's a totemic figure of evil over the 20th century. And again, I will keep bringing up Trump because I don't yeah. think it's that bad a comparison because Mm-mm. he's also as petty as Trump was yes so uh, yes. Uh, uh, so he also used the night of the long knives to settle some like really old scores with people yeah so gustav Ritter von he was Kahr, an egotist gustav Ritter von Kahr, he was a right-wing politician in bavaria he he helped turn bavaria after world war one into germany's center of radical nationalism but he was instrumental in the collapse and the suppression of hitler's beer hall putsch in 1923 mm. Beer hole putsch? I, I may not be familiar with that. to a beer hole putsch. It was a failed coup by Nazi party in 1923. Oh, mm. yes. I thought, it was a, I thought it was a beer festival he held or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worth remembering here that the Nazis tried a coup in 1923. Didn't work. Yeah. But then he got elected chancellor. Ten years later, mm. that's mad that that, yeah. that even happened. And you know, and people say you don't get a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> so he would lead a coup in 1923, and then yeah. ten years later would go on to remove national freedoms to stop another coup happening. To start, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's that classic thing of like climbing up the ladder and pulling it up after you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, that's not the worst thing he's done, by the way. But no, <laughs> I think he's done worse things, but like I can't name them right now. So <laughs> Hitler, um, after this, after the Bill Hall putsch, he was arrested and thrown in prison. Okay. Which is where he dictated Mein Kampf. Yes. Oh, so Mein-Kamp. this was that reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was he was thrown in prison for five years, but he was actually released after nine months. Mm. Oh. Okay. Uh, not, not, not much of a struggle there, mate. I became man, <laughs> yeah. man on a mission. So let's for, let's say, for example, in this country, this would be a little bit like, I guess. Oh no, no, no maybe let, let's look at the U.S. Cap- the storming of the Capitol, for example. Yes. It would be like it would be like the uh, the shaman in ten years' time running for president and getting it. Oh wow! Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, the guy with the as crazy as that to me. Like yeah. the, the leader yeah. of a failed coup 
who was found guilty of treason and thrown in prison, is yes. then is then leader of the country nine years later. <laughs> How does that work? That's fucking mental. Anyway, course, yeah. Uh, so you because... know what's funny though is that like this is that's the future, and he is dumber than people were then. And yes, it may happen. <laughs> well, and that guy, he uh, like when he got um, arrested and everything, and he 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 was like crying in prison because they wouldn't give him organic food. What? The yeah, serious? the QAnon shaman. He was and he's he's called Jacob Trawley or something like that. And yeah. he was an actor who wanted you know, he was a wannabe actor and mm. it hadn't worked out for him and he got okay. really into QAnon and stuff. He's you know, you can see footage of him on the day. He just is a wants to be a performer. Mm. And it's the same thing with Hitler. Like yeah, he, he loved he loved the crowds. Imagine if there was a community theatre that he joined or... Yeah, you know, like... if he'd only got to play the lead in the community theatre production of A Little Night Music. Like, if he'd been cast <laughs> as Frederick, he probably never would have gone and to the um, insurrection and he never would have ended up... In my in head, prison. though, he still has the moustache. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all Actually, the body paint I think, on. I think if Hirschfeld, Magnus from last week, mm. when he was making his gay film in 1919... I think yeah. if he'd have offered Hitler a part, Hitler would have taken it. He would have absolutely. Probably. Been like, Hitler yeah. loved to be famous. Me in the movies? Oh, oh you can't be serious. I just, please, what? There's um, there's weird footage of Hitler, like, meeting. Do I kiss a man? Do I, do I get to kiss a guy? And I'm like, no, please, no. <laughs> um, not because of the gay thing, just, and I'm oh, like, no. uh, 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 kissing, no, no, no. Um, I just don't want to make it weird. <laughs> uh, no, I only like to kiss my niece. Um, his niece, not his knees. There's, they the found like old footage of Hitler meeting crowds, but obviously there's no sound on it. So they've mm. used lip readers to work out what he's saying. And he's always like being so cute with the crowds. And he's he's he arrives and there's this whole crowd there to meet him. And they're all going mental like he's the Beatles. And he's going, you can see him going like blah, 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 blah. And the lip readers have worked out that he's saying, what have you all come out to see me for? I'm just some random old man. It's like, no, shut, shut up, Hitler. What a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh me no, but, yeah that's i just i think i feel like his on faux of, humility on top of all of his fucking horrendous shit yeah that as well i'm like Fuck, i know on, it's mate. so mental isn't it it's just like don't fuck him oh. yeah oh i'm so cute oh i didn't even know why you're here <laughs> like celine who me? me little old me like celine dion when she goes out in front of crowds in vegas and she's always just like i cannot believe it you have all come out to see me like celine aren't you used to this by now <laughs> yeah your name is on the billboard yeah. as you drive up celine you know you're really there. famous for like yeah. 30 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've known uh, anyway, Chris, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, uh, Gustav uh, Ritter von Kahr was instrumental in suppressing that coup that Hitler attempted in 1923. Right. Mm. And so he, he's held on to the score. So, yeah, when it comes like, to the Night of the Long Knives. Who's on the shit list? He was, and he yeah. was murdered for his treason during that suppression of the coup. He was abducted mm. from his Munich apartment and tortured by two SS members en route to the Dachau concentration camp. After his arrival... Yeah, so it's like we, we, we mentioned, I think, that the concentration camps went up quite quickly. Oh, yes, almost very, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. quickly. Yeah. And then, but they like weren't... pop-up tent. Yeah. That's fucking they, they crazy. Didn't, they weren't full of ovens and gas chambers initially. They were just questioning a lot of people who happened to be Jews, yes. journalists, that kind of thing. Yeah. After, mm. his, uh, after he arrived there, car was shot... Uh, oh. On the orders of the camp comm- uh, commandant, but an, uh, there's another account which is a bit more gruesome, which was apparently mm. Carl was taken to a nearby swamp and hacked to death with axes. Oh my Christ god! The insane. reason that it's di- the reason that it's disputed is because maybe he was shot first. Either way, his mutilated body was found outside the camp a few days later. Oh, so someone oh, right. was trying to make a point, like, "Ha, mm. look, we did this." This is what happens when you try to stop my coup. Yeah. Yeah. Mike who was the name <laughs> of Hitler's best mate. Mike who? <laughs> they reckon that Strasser was most likely killed for having been offered a position by the preceding conservative government. Oh, they thought, oh. they, thought they made him a potential political enemy down the line. Jesus. Uh, and also, God. he didn't get on with Himmler and Goering, and they were they were sort of like whispering in him. Why? They were such good this. guys. Uh, <laughs> He was shot once in the main artery mm-hmm. from behind in his cell, but he didn't die. But the oh SS gosh. general 
ordered them to just leave him, so he bled to death in a bad oh, hour. Oh, fucking hell. They're it's nuts, this whole, aren't they? This whole thing this like just feels very much like, yeah, it's like, it is like, what would happen if you gave a child power to get revenge on his enemies? Yeah. It's it's like, oh, fucking hell. He just, he's just like, and you, and you, and you're not getting away with it, and you're yeah. not getting away with it. It's, it's that like, thing of, like, hell. not seeing the consequences just going like yeah yeah just get rid of him just get rid of him i wonder yeah. how many oh god i mean hitler was such a sociopath he never felt guilt for what he did no but there must have been members of the high up ss going fuck man what the fuck have i done there was an yeah. awful lot of suicide within germany from hitler supporters in the last like year and a half of the war apparently yeah, because they're just and like, the, and the mate, weeks that followed. Done, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of that. There was also a lot of suicide in the last weeks of the war and the weeks after it because um, they could not believe they'd lost. I mean, they yes. they really not uh, Hitler's supporters really bought into the mission and the Thousand Year Reich. And mm, yeah, were there's a lot huge of, amount um, of suicides. Is there a lot of uh, like? of those officers not that it's like it justifies it but like a lot mm. of them were just like jesus what the hell am i doing and they'd like sort of just like kill yeah they would there was there's lots of accounts of people having to um shoot people the reason they brought in gas chambers was because they used to just line them up and pits these jewish people in the camps and mm. all the you know the romany gypsies they bring in homosexuals they would bring in they would line them up and shoot them and put them in pits and there was lots of accounts of uh, SS soldiers who were having to do it sobbing while they did it and breaking down and having to be basically pushed back and pushed back into position no you will shoot them and Fuck it's it all, yeah. it's crazy it's fucking mm. crazy that's mad he, yeah. he ruined more lives than the people he killed mm. yeah which also was yeah, yeah, just, if you're an SS it. soldier don't don't kill families of Jewish yeah, just people don't do it mate yeah, yeah. Like, how about just out. don't do it yeah, yeah exactly just be like nah I'm not not into it mate I'm just anyway gonna, just gonna call it quits I think uh, I think what Hitler did was bad. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I think it was very bad. Yeah, I don't like it. In general or just uh, the Night of the Long Knives? Yeah, I think it's mad, bad. They're all your friends. It. Those are your all friends. Yeah, those are your mates, mate. No, not oh. all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, all just, of no, it. Just the just Long Knives. Night of the Long Knives, I think. I think it was bad. There was quite a few leading people that were killed Night of the Long Knives. Mm-hmm. But let's now talk about probably the most prominent to be killed in the Night of the Long Knives, which is Ernst Wurm. Yes, yes. baby. He was like the, I guess, like the overseer of the storm tie along the brown shirts. Yeah. yeah. What do you know about yeah, Ernst Wurm, Suze? Um, that guy was gay. He was. He was gay as hell, and he was out and gay as well. He was a really close ally of Hitler as well, and took part in the beer hall putsch, the failed coup. Yeah. Yeah. And went to prison alongside Hitler for it, for treason. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So in 1930... And they were hanging out. Well, they were hanging out. You know what I'm talking about. They were hanging out. They know? were hanging out. <laughs> Hitler sent personal requests to Ernst Röhm to get him back into Germany because he'd, mm. um, uh, he'd gone to Bolivia, actually. 
mm. as advisor to the Bolivian army. But in 1930, Hitler requested he come back, made him the Sturmabteilung's uh, uh, chief of staff. He brought radical new ideas to the Sturmabteilung. He appointed several close friends to its leadership. At this point in time, the brown shirts had a million members. It's crazy. And their assignment was basically protect Nazi leaders at rallies and assemblies. Um, mm. And also they uh, beat up a lot of Jewish people. Yeah. And other, other people, other, others deemed hostile to the Nazi agenda. But under Ernst Röhm, the brown shirts often took the side of workers in strikes and labour disputes. Okay. And would attack strike breakers and support picket lines. Because mm-hmm. obviously they used intimidation as a tactic. It did contribute to the rise of Nazis and uh, the violent suppression of rival parties during the campaigns. But it did have a reputation for being thuggish. Yeah. Right. There was also like big rumours because of Ernst Röhm being the leader. There was a. It was that they were a bunch of gays. Is mm. what the rumour was. Like oh, okay. the bread, the the brown shirts were a bunch of gays. So right. uh, newspapers would would attack. Uh, Rome and the brown shirts regarding homosexuality in its ranks and in 1932 a year after he took up the uh, position the Munich Post obtained and published private letters of Ernst Röhm in which he described himself as gay Yeah, he described sure, okay. himself as gay mm-hmm. yeah. they'd been confiscated by the Berlin police in 1931 and then somehow made their way to the journalist at the Munich Post and when this came out, Rome acknowledged that they were true. He said, yeah, those letters yeah, like, are genuine. Yeah. And as a result yeah. of this scandal, he became the first openly gay politician in history. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Under Nazi Germany. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, yes, that's mad, yes, yeah. we stand a pioneer, yes. <laughs> Hitler uh, was aware of his sexuality. Yeah. Uh, their, friendship yeah. Shows, oh, yeah. their friendship shows that Ernst was one of the few people close enough to Hitler to be able to use the do form of you instead of Z. Um, ah. Do is the informal version of you. Right. Oh, Z okay, is the formal okay. version of you. And also, Rome was the only leading Nazi who dared to address Hitler by his first name, Adolf, yeah. or even sometimes his nickname, Addy. Addy! Oh, wow. Rather, like, so everybody had to call sick. him Mein Führer, <laughs> except yeah. for Ernst Rome. I think it's weird to have to call him my dad. Mein Führer. So You're my dad. this led a lot of people. This is where the rumours of Hitler's sexuality comes from. Because yeah. if he was this close to Ernst, and I mean right. this close to Ernst, does that mean they had... I mean, that may be that is short-sighted, but it's where the rumours of Hitler possibly I, being gay I, Yeah, I mean, it makes mm. sense that these rumours exist, but I think mm. Hitler, his kink was like... Like Hitler to to relax, his favorite thing was he would retreat to the cinema room of his lovely big house and yeah. watch reel to reel footage of cities burning. Like he loved to do that. That's fucking. It's such a psychotic. weird detail, That's a isn't weird, it? He had stupid. a collection of footage of cities burning. Hitler's sex that. life is such a like. Uh, it's so prone to being rumors that. You hear so many, mm. so much crazy shit that it's all believable because Hitler. Was I'm sure he was. I'm sure he but, he liked to not. But I think um, like wasn't there wasn't I didn't I read something that one of them was he had because he had this weird relationship with his niece. Yeah. But wasn't yeah. part of it odd. is that he liked he liked her to shit on his chest or something. Yeah, that's a rumor. I wonder yeah. if yeah. that's true. You know what? I think it probably is. What he likes his niece to poop on his chest so his pee pee can go boom boom. That's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking the force. <laughs> Hitler's dad going, are you a sickle? (laughs) (laughs) Get yourself sorted out. I don't want to hear about it. Uh, Sure, dad. Hitler's like... Many a family dinner, Hitler would be banging at the window going, family! Family therapy! (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Family therapy! (laughs) It's, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, all of it is so crazy. I have a funny feeling he just, yeah, he, he seems like the sort of guy that would just watch people do stuff and sit there uh, there's what, there's yeah. a horrible there's a horrible um, serial killer a German serial killer I forget his name I think he was called like the vampire or something no was, I don't know this guy but he this was it was covered on another podcast and he talked they talked about how he this is pretty grim but he talked about how he like used to just like blow his load when he was soft. I reckon oh. that, that feels like something that Hitler would do. <laughs> I think I'm like, it's a really horrible detail. 
it's, yeah. <laughs> used to jizz while he didn't have an erection. Yeah, it feels it feels like a Hitler detail. Do you know what I mean? Like Hitler would have. He like, used to watch cities burning. He'd get fully erect and then go, "Well, I can't nut now, no. so I'll oh, wait for it to, to go down." Soft. And then he'd fully lust her like, "Boom, boom, boom!" Heinrich ever had a flaccid orgasm? Please, my Führer, stop They're asking really me about this. really quite breathtaking. No, stop it, please. He'd go, he'd go, oh, that's a bingo. That's a bingo. He'd do shoulders. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, Chris, Masood, your homework this week. Try and have a soft Oh, night. no, Sue's a day. <laughs> Come on, try and do it. Do it for, do it, do it for me, Uncle Mummy. Do it for no, Uncle Mummy. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Why don't no. you like that? Why don't that, you like that's worse that's, than podcast husbands? That's so. <laughs> you're mommy. my little, you're my little nephews. You said you've, you've said two of the worst things you've ever said on this podcast. One after what, tonight, the other, yeah, just now. What yeah. was the other one? Our homework assignment, and then this. <laughs> They're all the same Both thing. <laughs> no, Uncle, Uncle Mummy was so horrific that it's <laughs> separate. That's Chris is like. God, his body language has gone like ugh as well. He's, he's gone Chris right. is he's going. Gone right. I don't want to be. I tell you what, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel vulnerable because I'm in my pajamas. Yeah, I spotted your pajamas. I've got tartan pajamas on, like a grown-up. <laughs> oh really? I'm fully dressed. I don't. I don't. <laughs> there's no vulnerability <laughs> here. Like, I'll get ready for bed when I go to sleep, when like an adult <laughs> at 10 p.m. <laughs> I like that he's got his hoodie on and it's zipped up, but when he stands up, he's got a ball gown underneath. <laughs> <laughs> And Sarah's like, you still dress for dinner? You're like, yes, yes. Yes, good. yes Uncle like Mummy. It. She goes, be a good boy for Uncle Mummy. We stand at opposite ends of the kitchen like a Beauty and the Beast and come down into the middle and then dance. <laughs> Ever just the same. Sarah's angry because every time you do this role play, she always has to be the Beast and she's not keen. She's sick of it, even though the Beast is hot. Anyway, sorry, Night of the Long Knives. Oh, yes. I can't remember where we got to now. Oh, we're still, um, talking, we're about, we're still talking about Ernst, Ernst Hitler, Röhm. Hitler getting his chest Ernst shattered. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people assumed that they'd had a, 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 thing. a, a gay mm. romance, yeah. Um, mm. Despite all of this, and even though he was a close uh, ally of Hitler, he mm. never felt completely under his spell like a lot of other leading Nazis Ooh, did. Ooh, maybe that's what kept Hitler so, like, into it. He was like, I'll win him over. Oh, yeah, here's someone who doesn't think I'm famous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, when... <laughs> Hitler became Chancellor in January 1933. Mm-hmm. The brown shirts were, by Goering, appointed auxiliary police to sweep aside enemies of the state. Mm-hmm. So because of that, Ernst and his brown shirts saw themselves as like the the spearheads of the Nazi revolution. They were the ones mm-hmm. that were actually putting it into practice by going out right. and doing all of this. As Hitler was taking control and the Nazis were getting a stronger foothold very quickly like germany changed very quickly very short space of time yeah so much so that the brown shirts didn't realize that now he was chancellor and very soon after that the enabling act was passed he didn't need the brown shirts anymore because he had the military yeah yeah right yeah Mm. so even though that was the case he still named ernst as a minister and put him in his cabinet but without a department. Mm. Oh, so he's just... Um, wow, can you even do that? Is yeah, that so it's a, a minister without portfolio, I think, is the term. Oh, okay, right. What? Wow. He... That feels a little bit like the uh, most ministers in this country. Fucking cunt. After he uh, the Enabling Act was passed and he was um, ruler absolute, mm-hmm. he named Ernst, gave him the second highest political rank in the Nazi party. Wow. Okay. Um, and a few more radical Nazi party members after this, Ernst being one of them as well, yeah. they advocated yeah. for a second revolution that was anti-capitalist in its general disposition. Ruh, row. My voice went then. Yeah, cut to a, what's it, like a dog sunglasses, like falling down its nose and a record skip. Along with a lot of other brown shirts as well, like I guess stormtroopers, Nazi stormtroopers, they were called as well, weren't they? A lot of them were working class and had working class origins and wanted a transformation of German society. And I think maybe they became to realise that Hitler wasn't the one to give it to them as they they had 
expected. Uh, because they were disappointed by the new regime's lack of socialist direction. It's uh, in the name! Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were national socialists. Hello. <laughs> Fucking sick of that defence on Twitter. Why do Nazis exist on Twitter? Go away! There's no mystery here, by the way. This is an, the this mystery is, this is, is one of those where we don't have a mystery. The mystery love, is I'm, how I'm did loving, they get away with it? I think the I'm mystery is the... did Hitler's niece shit on his chest? <laughs> yes, yes. Did Answers he blow his load when he was soft? That's all. <laughs> I, know, I hate that. I think that's so disgusting. <laughs> it, how like, did it happen though? Scientifically, surely you have to there is, I have, have no a idea. hard PP. I have no idea, but it's, I think that's what makes it so gross is that we don't know. He was like, he was like, leave me alone. I'm hard as a rock. I think the element of gross out here is first of all the, Ugh, but then the thought lingers because you wonder how, and then that's yes. what, like so the the thought invades your brain in a way you don't. I'm want it thinking to. about it every so yeah. often. I think about it, and it's there like a little pink lamb's tail, and it's just going like. Oh, that's even worse. Why did you say pink lamb's tail? That's <laughs> it, there you go, little pink lamb's tail, and it's just going like. <laughs> That's absolutely it. There's nothing kind I of hate, I hate it, but it. also it's I can't stop very... thinking about it. And now never can any of you. Who do you like I'm... the way we started this podcast going, huh, I bet we lost a few listeners by being pro-trans rights. And now we're just like, <laughs> he, was, he just we was soft. Absolutely <laughs> lost people like, doing that. We're like, oh, they left us because of that? Cowards. Cowards. I think maybe it's I'll like... put it in the blurb of this episode, actually. Your three heroes. Finally tackle, <laughs> finally tackle one of the most important elements in uh, 20th century geopolitics, the yeah. night of the long knives, and ask the Did big Hitler question, can you jizz while soft? <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible? Can you not Solving that? the ultimate mystery. <laughs> oh my. Um, so Chris... So, uh, as you were saying. Um, yeah. So, okay, so yeah, why did Ernst put himself in the crosshairs for the Night of the Long Knives? Okay, so mm. um, uh, the Treaty of Versailles limited the amount the German military could have in its ranks. Okay. Uh, 100,000. But because the brown shirts weren't an official military, they had over 3 million. Ah. It basically, oh, the SA, Storm of Thailand, the brown shirts, serious threat. Cabinet meeting in February 1934, Ernst demanded that a merger be made between mm -hmm. the brown shirts and the military. Yeah. So the military would assimilate them, which okay. horrified the military because the brown shirts were... Thugs, thugs. essentially? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like too they many were... A, yeah. yeah, it's like the Sopranos, but without the cool shirts. In February 1934, so a little bit later that same month, Hitler told... At the time, he was a British diplomat, but went on to be Prime Minister Anthony Eden... Oh, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, of his oh. plan to reduce the brown shirts, the Stormtrooper, by two thirds. That would still be a million Ooh, people, by the way. That's still yeah, a lot too, of people. Yeah, too many, I think. Uh, and then he said, and then uh, also in February, Hitler announced that the brown shirts would be left with only a few minor military functions, which Ernst mm -hmm. did not like. And right. Counter to this, just began expanding the armed elements of the Sturmabteilung. Oh, shit. Which was like, first of all, disobeying Hitler, bad move. Second of all, yeah, it does look like they're planning a coup against him. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they're arming yeah. themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they're arming themselves while under threat. So They're nutting while soft. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> what have I done? I've unleashed a What monster. have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? Become a thief in the night. Become a man on the run. So they're basically like, they're, 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 they're going the right way for getting a smack bottom, basically, these guys. Yes. <laughs> you are heading. This my mum used to threaten that. She's going, you are heading for a smack bottom. She's threatening <laughs> um, that in public. And I'd be like, she's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. Yeah, the funny thing is, you see, my mum would have just done it. She would have fucking done it. Elizabeth would have been like, I'm going oh, for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, she wouldn't have even warned you. There's no warning shots. <laughs> There's no shots across the bow. <laughs> You're so lucky. This is what I, I get so jealous about white kids is I'm just like, you're so lucky that you get threatened. You know, it's like, <laughs> just like you just, you, you'll just be walking. Thwack. Oh. <laughs> That's it. It's so funny around. when you say that because you talk like a grandparent talks now. <laughs> In my day, we just Let got hit. Chill, In my day, there was no... There was no <laughs> 
So the these guys, the brown shirts are are basically they're 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 cruising for a bruising by getting getting yeah, and amped up, getting so getting armed. Hitler wanted to reduce the power of the brown shirts, but he like he was. I think he was fond of Ernst. Yeah, he liked uh, him. So he put off doing away with him for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him for later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the only one who can get me soft. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing ever. Terrible. <laughs> That's grim. That's super grim. He's the only one. <laughs> ah, I hate everything about it. His soft, pukey lamb's tail. He <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 does it for several minutes. <laughs> this episode is just called The Night of the Long Knives. Anybody yeah. that wants like a, a deep dive into a really serious <laughs> situation. They're, pa- they're listening to the wrong podcast. What if we end up getting me. cited in someone's dissertation? Oh They're history, a history student, and she's like, over on Mr. on the Rocks, they cited that Hitler could not while soft. And they have to, like, do a transcript of us going... <laughs> Here's an artist depiction. <laughs> <laughs> she has to use a lot of a word count saying, it's not a fart noise, it's the noise of... Yeah. It's more like... Um, a noise you'd use to tell someone to get lost if you were a child, but it's also the sound of jizz escaping from a soft uh, dig hole. <laughs> and that's a little footnote. She's put a, she's put a 13. It's so long. It's half the fucking page with tiny little font. My mum listens to this podcast. She's going to be like, I fucking hate this. Okay. I, I was on a podcast about, I was on someone else's podcast, sorry, boys, about Jim Jones, the cult leader. Oh, and uh, yes. I kept talking about how he had a massive dick. And then my mum listens to the podcast and she went, yes, I'd rather not have, so." I figured she said, I'd rather not have so many big dicks coming in my ears. And I was like, mum, think about what you just said. She's like, oh, shut up. So you, I mean, like you did the same with Rasputin. Yeah, I talk did, about yeah. guys having big dicks all the time on this podcast, old, even if I have days. no evidence of it. Big old oh. hogs that won't quit. <laughs> I forgot that you called them hogs. <laughs> oh my god! He's got a hog that won't quit. It's all farm animals: <laughs> lambs' tails, hogs. <laughs> my chair keeps going, and it's like the sound of my psyche going. Oh. So, Chris. well, that's the sound of jizz coming out of a soft dick hole. <laughs> um, all soft and gentle he was it's very, the word soft I don't like it, <laughs> it is, it's just it's so wrong isn't it it's worse than flaccid um, it makes me think of white bread why is that oh, no I don't I'm know. with you on that yeah, yeah, what? No, why the exactly. pair of you are weird why is that no no no, no. why I think it's because that's that's probably the in my head that's my go to of what I would imagine something I don't know it's food it's usually food and soft is that soft and, white and bread and also on a like, menu it says mm. soft white bread doesn't it and stuff mm. so. yeah to like mm. make it enticing which is what Hitler was like ooh <laughs> soft <laughs> and white soft ah. and white my favourite <laughs> it's fluffy too um, so so they kept trying to they kept trying to isolate Ernst mm. so mm. Goering transferred control of the of the Gestapo to Himmler but he knew like Hitler knew that obviously like uh, Ernst was like you know ramping mm. things up but he was yeah. like, trying to separate him to be like, oh, no, no, then like to try to stop it or like... Keeping him away from the action. I guess, oh, I suppose so that I he guess. could like, keep him because he got, he liked him, didn't he? I suppose he just wanted to have him around. He's my friend. <laughs> right, right, okay. We love playing uh, <laughs> to double bubble together. Apparently Himmler presented uh, a dossier to Hitler of manufactured yeah. evidence to suggest that Ernst had been paid 12 million Reichsmarks, which is the equivalent of 52 million euros, um, wow! Uh, by the government of France to overthrow Hitler, and leading Whoa. officers in the SS were shown falsified evidence that uh, Ernst had planned to use the brown shirts to launch a plot against the government. They so fucking was... made shit up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh my God, Hitler! Oh, this makes me so sad. So then Ernst made his way onto the list <laughs> of the people to be killed on that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Because right. he was seen as a suppressive person. Even like after this, so he was he was uh, he was detained. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, Hitler was hesitant in authorising his execution. Oh. No one knows whether it was loyalty or embarrassment about the execution of a, an important lieutenant in his inner circle. But eventually mm-hmm. he did. And only with the... He said that, first of all, Rome, uh, Ernst should have the option of suicide. Oh, yes. Right. They left him yeah. with a gun. They were yeah. like, there you go, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so inside his cell, they handed him a Browning pistol loaded with a single cartridge and told him he had 10 minutes to kill himself or they oh. would do it for him. Yeah. And then Ernst said, if I'm to be killed, 
let Adolf do it himself. But Ooh, I like to think of it wow. as a bit cattier than that, because I like to think of yes. it as... Let Hela do it. Let Addy do it himself. He's done me so many times. <laughs> Addy, you know what? Tell him. You tell him that I wouldn't do it, and he has to do it. Hitler, by the way, uh, he did not like to murder directly. No. He didn't have it no. in him. He was like that. He wouldn't ever visit the concentration camps because he didn't like to see all the death. Do you know he how many times I shat on that man's chest? I do it so much. You know what, honey? That's the last time I shit on your chest and say, call me your niece. <laughs> he would come down here, but he wouldn't because he's a coward. He's a fucking <laughs> coward. You tell him. You tell that fucking you coward to come You tell that fucking here. coward to sh- come shoot me in the head if he wants. <laughs> I'll see his soft little dickhole. <laughs> tell, tell him he has to look me in my soft dickhole if he's going to kill me. <laughs> he's going to kill me. <laughs> They gave him the 10 minutes. When they went yeah. in, they found him standing and he'd, he'd bared his chest like that. Oh, and he'd gone like, do it. Shit on that. <laughs> Shit on this. Um, he went on there. He went, I'm soft as a lamb's tail right now, boys. Uh, and so they uh, they killed him. Now, yeah. the like, Night of the Long Knives, a lot of Germans were shocked by it, but a lot of others also. This is still early in Hitler's... Uh, rain. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just saw it as Hitler restoring order to the country, uh, oh, and they 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 yeah. uh, they helped justify the Night of the Long Knives by after this happening, making public the homosexuality of Ernst Röhm to give oh, it like a shock yeah. value. Oh yeah, that's it, guys. Right. Just be okay. fucking a cunt about it. <laughs> by the way, this guy was gay, like, and everyone would go, ew. Yeah, yeah, they just like be. He did a broadcast speech on the 13th of July, Hitler did, justifying the purge as a defence against treason. Mm. Mm. It's mad. When you when you do something like that and no one even knows it happens and then you tell them this is why they did it, they'll probably believe you because they didn't even know it fucking happened. Yeah. You know, it's like they just, oh, what, a bunch of people were killed? Oh, it was for national security? Yeah, I mean, oh, I also, like, it then. didn't take long for these guys to be able to spin Kristallnacht as, like, a great thing that happened. Yeah. So Most of the public went, I love it. Do you know how many people were killed in Night of the Long Knives? Do you know what? I don't. And in my head, it's like 30 people, but I bet it's a bunch more than that. I bet it's like The numbers differ. There's, a, right. there's an official figure, mm-hmm. and then there's an estimate. Okay. So the official figure is 85. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. But there's another estimate that runs to about 200. Okay. But there's oh, another man. estimate that ranges up to a thousand. Up to really? A thousand. Yeah. In three days. Jesus three Christ. Days. I mean, to even that's nuts. And Hitler had to control of the press, so it's not like the press were going to go like, guess how many? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, what's interesting is Night of the Long Knives has come to be associated with Operation Hummingbird, but mm. the phrase existed in the German language before this. Oh, oh. interesting. It refers to acts of vengeance. Right. Oh. It's a really cool, uh, worst word I could possibly use, but it's like a cool name. It makes it sound really intriguing and yes. dangerous, Night I of see. the Long Knives. Because yeah. actually what happened was thugs broke in and went bang, 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 and stab, stab, yeah. stab, stab, stab. Yeah, it wasn't. Bang. It wasn't like ninjas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ninjas. Uh, like, it's oh, not like Kill Bill. Imagine. Oh, imagine like... it was ninjas. Oh. <laughs> I think it was ninjas. <laughs> ninjas did this yeah, on the night of the long lives. Yeah, it's like a, the Salt. name of an old, um, like Japanese movie from the sixties or something. Yes, uh, definitely a Kurosawa film. Yeah, the long knives. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, is that is that it then? Is that, is uh, that... yeah? That, that's pretty much. There was not like I say, there was no mystery because it happened and Hitler oh. had done it with like Himmler and Goering whispering in his ears to do it. Gotcha. Mm. I guess like Trump. I guess there's the mystery of like how many people actually were killed in it. Yeah. Was it eighty-five? Was it a thousand? And then there's the sort of, the intrigue of the falsified evidence against Ernst, Ernst as well. Yeah. Mm. A little bit in the aftermath as well. Uh, get this. Uh, at the time of this. Because uh, you know that there's the, the structure of the German hierarchy was the chancellor, but there was also a president and a prime minister. Yes, that's right. right? Yeah. So the president at the time was Hindenburg, but he was right. 
uh, on Older his way out. He was he was like <laughs> a, he was ailing health. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. But oh, he had been God. he was actually at the time a highly revered military hero. Mm-hmm. So after the night of the long knives, there was a telegram from him that expressed profoundly felt gratitude and congratulated Hitler for nipping treason in the butt. Mm. However, fast forward years later to the Nuremberg trials, Mm. Hermann Goering admitted that that telegram was never sent by Hindenburg and it was actually written by the Nazis. Right. Oh, shit. So that was like an ego push for Hitler to be like, hey, good job, buddy. Yeah. Knowing that Hindenburg was on his way out. Now, Hindenburg dying also... We fuck shit up. Well, it, oh, it, yeah. it, it kind of like... Well, like a mini power vacuum of some kind? Well, no, but it, I mean, it, meant, it meant it was like Hitler could do away with the position, couldn't he? Mm. Well, I guess that's what I mean. He's like, oh, that's gone. We Nobody is replacing him. <laughs> yeah, so then that's done. And then and did it happen to the uh, president as well? Or the prime minister, sorry? Oh, uh, no, he well, was the prime minister, wasn't he? I get so confused anyway about the German political hierarchy. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. The, yeah. Then when it gets all fucked up, during Nazi Through, Germany, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know who is what. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, it's all fucking nuts. <laughs> but Hitler, knowing that Hindenburg was going to probably die by the end of 1934, while this was all happening, he informed, Hitler informed the, the army hierarchy that Hindenburg's on his way out. And he, mm. he proposed that they support Hitler himself as Hindenburg's successor. So, okay. taking over. But the... Yeah. The bargaining chip he did to say like, "Hey, if you if you support me as uh, succeeding Hindenburg, mm-hmm. I will reduce the number of breadshirts and suppress Ernst Röhm and guarantee that you will be our only military force." Yeah, gotcha. So mm-hmm. he was already he was using Hindenburg's, Hindenburg's death imminent like, death as, as a political as tool. To, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Strange. I feel like maybe this is something they kind of might have covered in. High school, like, but I don't feel like it is. I feel like I, I don't like, know about this. This is again. This is one of those things. I'm like, would have been nice to have learned about this at some point. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm learning about it now. Yeah, they paid it lip yeah. service when I was at school. It was like they said that there was such a thing as Night of the Long Knives. Or they called it Operation Hummingbird, I think, and um, mm. and Crystal Knack. Didn't really go into detail about what they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very weird. Yeah, like teaching, like all the context as we just went over it. It's like there's so much to unpack there of like uh, yeah. the thing of you know Ernst being a homosexual and mm-hmm. being a close friend with Hitler, and everyone being like, but I thought he didn't like and blah blah blah, and like there's so many conflicting things, and it's like to a bunch of teenagers who, you know, were barely even focusing at that moment. Yeah, it's not even worth it, fucking... Hitler's rise to power should be taught in schools. We've talked about this before. Because mm-hmm. lessons of the past and all that. It's really hard to even begin to talk about all of it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, that, that's it, exactly. It's yeah. so... Yeah, you could, you could do, and they have done, enormous documentary series, immense books on the subject... You'll mm. never cover all of it because it's no. so crazy. The yeah. the the pH levels of society had to be hmm. exactly correct for this to all happen, and it was unfortunately. Mm. It could happen again. Yeah, I know. It's what terrifies mm. me. Because right now they've evaded it in America, but instead they've got a government. Yeah, that's but like doing nothing instead. But 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 like very narrowly, it felt. Yeah. Yeah, and he can come back. Like it doesn't have to be Trump. Well, yeah, exactly. Because the, the 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 Hitler staged a coup in 1924 and came to power in 1933. Um, yeah, they staged a coup in uh, 2021. Yeah. What happens ten years from now? It was yeah, exactly, it was yeah. such a shit coup. So was Hitler's though. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I think this was lamer than Hitler's. Also, they had that president literally going, do it. Oh my god, yeah. do it. It'd be so funny if you just did it. <laughs> and they still fucked and fucked it up they stole some post like <laughs> you can't open that mail it's a federal crime <laughs> <laughs> we got nancy pelosi's mail cut to that guy <laughs> i've got to serve five years in jail <laughs> it's really funny they were crying in court going but donald trump told me to do it i think that's why it's like it's very very different from Hitler's cures i can't imagine any of them crying when they were arrested <laughs> no we got imagine. have you watched four hours at the Capitol yet yeah man no i haven't seen it no 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 where's it what's it's on, on iPlayer. iPlayer. it's really oh, good it's still there it's still there 
But anyway, that, well, Chris, anyway, that was great. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Chris. That is, again, it's one of those really great things that we did not know. Well, I certainly did not know much about. I definitely think Sue knew a lot more than I did about this. And uh, I didn't know all of it. My God. Very, very informative. Hmm. Uh, I thank Ooh. you as well, them listeners. Yeah, thanks mystery. for listening with your ears. With your lovely ears. You can uh, uh, find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash mystery on the rocks, spelt with an X because X going to give it to you. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash mystery on the rocks, spelt CKS like a normal human being. It's worth going on our Patreon because if you pledge at the top level, every three months you get a free gift, t shirt, mug, poster, hoodie! Yeah, yeah. And new exclusive content every day outtakes recipes but you get all kinds of cool stuff there's even like an exclusive podcast that me and chris recorded when we were on the road together after doing a gig and we went mad on the road um well someone arrest those guys you can listen to all of that on our patreon and nowhere else so yes absolutely join up and you can get all that sweet 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 stuff uh, thank you, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah, happy January, but... <gasps> Bye! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.